Okay, the uh, federal government says that the country's big three telecommunications companies have two years to slash the price of cell phone plans by some 25%. Rogers, TELUS, and Bell will have to abide by these new standards to keep cell phone prices affordable for Canadians. This was an issue, of course, that the uh, Trudeau government ran on in the last federal election. Let's welcome in our friend Sharita Shakar, tel- telecom and tech business reporter at Yahoo Finance. For more on this, she joins us here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Sharita, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. All right, first and foremost, uh, 25%. Uh, is that enough? I mean, that's uh, a quarter, so seemingly it is a pretty big chunk, but is that enough to truly make a Canadian cell phone plans, quote unquote, affordable? I mean, I think it really depends on how much you're currently spending on cell phone plans right now. Uh, When I spoke with Minister Baines, he said that 40% of Canadians are currently on the mid-range plans. And that's something that I wanted to point out, that the 25% reduction is targeting those mid-range plans. So plans that offer 2 gigabytes to 6 gigabytes of data. Um, And so majority of Canadians are on those plans. Now, right now, the average Canadian is paying about $50 to $60, I believe, um, for these mid-range plans. So when you're cutting that by 25%, I mean, theoretically, over the two years, you will see a price reduction, and, and it probably will be good for Canadians. All right. Why does it take two years? Why do we have to wait so long? How about two months? What's wrong with two months? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I think uh, I, I think the government wanted to give the carriers some time to uh, recalibrate their finances and look at their revenues because at the end of the day, um, if you're going to cut that by 25% in the course of two months, it can really create a huge detrimental effect on the revenues of those carriers. I mean, of course, we all know that they do make a lot of money, but it, it could be a huge market change or a market shift. So um, I think the two-year time is to sort of give the carrier some time to uh, figure out how they're going to make those percent cuts um, and, and what that means. Like, you know, from what I'm understanding, this percent cut would would be on a talk and uh, talk and text plan that's a bring your own device um, and it would be for those specific data plans so how those carriers are going to do it I think that's what they're going to have to figure out and that's and that's why it, the government is giving two years okay well you know I guess you could make that argument but the counter argument would be that if the end goal here is to make uh, cell phone plans affordable for Canadian families they also are recalibrating each and every month uh, paying these exorbitant fees and have to wait another uh, two years might be overly onerous on them, Sharuti. Well, yeah, and I, I again, I would agree with you on that as well. I think, um, you know, as Canadians, we're all trying to figure out, like, how can we cut costs or how can we save our money? Um, and now we're also going to have to recalibrate those expenses and say, okay, well, it's going to take two years to cut those prices. So, um, I mean, will it happen in the next year? Will it happen in the next four months? That is something we're still going to have to see. And I also want to point out that the minister has suggested that, um, well, not suggested, but he said that um, in quarterly, there's going to be quarterly reports that will showcase the dip in in the reduction. So Canadians will actually be able to see whether or not the carriers are making these changes. Okay, I guess the other big question is two years from now, if that's the timeline and that's what it's going to take, do you think that the average Canadian family is truly going to see a savings when it comes to their cell phone plans and their cell phone bills? Or are we going to see kind of like, and I'm thinking back, hearkening back to cable TV and, of course, the big 
promise of pick and pay and that uh, we'd only be paying for the channels we wanted and Canadians were going to see this tremendous savings on their cable bills. And I think if you talk to most Canadians here in 2020, they're like, that seemed like a lot of smoke and mirrors and didn't really end up in any more money in my back pocket. Look, I'm going to be honest. I I really hope that this will help Canadians save, you know, up to $720, uh, which is something that the government wants. I do believe that this will save Canadians money, but I also want to look at it on the flip side. Right now, we're looking at how much data Canadians are consuming currently on 4G LTE speeds. In about two years' time, we're going to have 5G speeds, and that will mean that we will be consuming more data. So theoretically, will six gigabytes of data be enough for a Canadian? Probably not. We're probably going to be consuming a lot more data, which means that we will be spending more for a more expensive plan that will have more data. So things can definitely change in two years. And as you and I both know, technology is not something that stays the same over the course of a year. It, a lot can change. So I want to say that this is going to help Canadians, but I think that's something that we're going to have to see in two years. Joined by Sharuti Shakar, tech business reporter at Yahoo Finance. Uh, you're just talking about uh, 4G and possibly, you know, 5G uh, coming to this country, which, uh, you know, uh, sets us up for our next topic here, that Rogers has announced that they will be the first provider in Canada, Sharuti, to offer the 5G network. They're going to have the uh, first ever 5G phone in the country, rolling out this uh, new network, they say, starting in downtown Vancouver, here in Toronto, Ottawa, and Montreal. But is this the cart before the horse? I mean, all the talk has been about uh, Huawei, and should they be the provider of 5G in this country? I mean, do we even have that established, kind of the infrastructure for 5G yet? So you're you're right. We don't have all the infrastructure yet. Um, I, I'm going to try and explain this as simple as possible, but we, have, we, we don't have what is necessary to roll out all of 5G. Um, Rogers does have some infrastructure. Uh, which which is called spectrum or the air the wavelengths that that we use to make phone calls or any of those connections. So Rogers does have specific spectrum to roll out 5G, which is what it's going to be using. But that spectrum or the waves uh, will only be in specific urban areas, which is why it's launching in you know Vancouver, uh, Toronto, you know these urban big urban dwellings, and so. You know, that is, it, it is going to happen. Um, Samsung did launch its 5G-enabled phone. It, it, was, it was announced last month in February, and it's going to be available today. Uh, so, I mean, Canadians will be, in these markets, will be able to take advantage of some of that 5G network, but it's not going to be, you know, a crystal clear 5G network. Uh, it won't be as perfect as, as it will be once more of the infrastructure is available. Okay, I guess it's nice that we'll have the 5G phones available and ready once the full 5G network gets here to this country. Is there any sort of timeline where we can see or can expect a 5G to become the standard in Canada? Yeah, I absolutely do think that there is a timeline. I would I would like to speculate that it's by mid-2021. Uh, so, you know, sometime next year we will see more 5G devices coming into Canada, more 5G-enabled services. Um, I, you know, it's, again, we are still so early in those days of deploying 5G, and so, uh, you know, expect to see some delays or expect to see uh, the coverage not as, you know, 
perfect as what 5G claims it to be. But, you know, these devices will still be able to run on existing network speeds like 4G. It's just because the device says it's 5G enabled doesn't mean that it won't work on 4G. So you'll still be able to use these devices and, you know, live your everyday life as it is normally. But it's if you're going to do 5G, it's not going to be perfect. All right. Just finally, we'll get you out on this question. Once 5G is here, can you quantify for us just how mind-blowing 5G is going to be? <laughs> what, what kind of jump forward is this from 4G? So, you know, I guess someone was telling me this, and I, I really like this example. Um, right now, we're able to download, you know, like a, a one one movie or 10 movies, however you want. When 5G comes, you will be able to download thousands of movies in seconds. But it's not about, you know, uh, how many movies you download. It's more so how your behavior is going to change. So it's not just about the number of downloads you're making for movies. It's also going to be about the speed at which you're going to be able to browse things at. And that's just for cell phones, right? These the 5G network is more big picture, looking at autonomous vehicles, looking at smart cities. You know, the capabilities are pretty endless. And um, as a tech reporter, I'm pretty excited to see what, what we're going to be seeing. Well, as a tech consumer, I and I think a lot of folks are also very excited to see what we'll be able to do with it as well. Uh, Sharuti, appreciate the time and enjoy your weekend. Thank you so much, you too. Bye. There goes Sharuti Shakar, tech business reporter at Yahoo Finance.